Now, if the narrative is powerful, it will keep drawing you back in. It will keep drawing your attention to and fro. So what you need is a way of breaking into it. And the way to break into it is to use a word. <clears throat> there are no magic words. You just choose one. Ideally, a nonsense word or a grammatically incorrect word. I, I have a word that I use because my mind tends to spend most of its time, as I believe everybody's does, in either reconstructing the past, that's largely been squished. I am as free of the past as I've ever been. But clearly the future can then become an issue. So what we do with the past is we reconstruct it. We take memories, we ruminate over them, we create scenarios from the memories where you do something different, say something different, something different happens, and we do the same thing for the future. I mean, this is good stuff if you're planning something useful. It's not if the wolf of fear has your mind. And for the future, the word that I use, because it's always a rehearsal. You're rehearsing in your mind for some future outcome. Like I say, it's useful for planning. If you're not planning, very rarely is it at any value. And it tends to, as I said earlier, focus on whatever it sees to be the biggest threat. So the word that I use is rehearsalizing. I don't use a word that accurately describes what it is because those are the words, words have power and they're the ones that, that feed the wolf. So let's say you're an anxious person and you're anxious about the future and you're a worrier, if when you notice that you're worrying, you say in your mind, worrying, that's not helpful. Because if you're a worrier, you worry about worrying. If you're a worrier, you worry you're not worrying enough. So you choose your word carefully, a nonsense word or a grammatically incorrect word, and when you notice your mind being drawn into the narrative, you label it, you note it, and you return to one of the portals of the present moment. The breath is best because it will always be there. You, you, if you use sound, you might be in a silent place. If you use nature, you may not be able to identify any nature around you. You can use a single point, that works for some people. And these are all places to come back to, back into the present moment from the place that the mind has drawn you, which is unhelpful for your happiness that you've identified and you have decided that you don't want to repeat that cycle again and again and again. And 
just give you an idea, this, this is the sort of thing that I'll be teaching in the course. So what we'll do is we'll try another labelling practice. I'll introduce you to these labelling practices as, as softly and gently as I can. Because for, for many I know that the mind sets up an unwinnable conflict with itself where it has an expectation. For instance, if Robert says, when your mind wanders to an unhelpful place, you use this word and then you bring your attention back to the breath. Your expectation is, is that you'll feel better straight away. And no, it's just another rep of the barbell, another lap of the track. One lap of the track looks exactly the same as every other lap of the track. Um, you know, one rep of the barbell should be as uncomfortable as every rep of the barbell because when you get stronger you put heavier weights on it. Same with running around the track. As you become faster, you run faster. So your level of exhaustion is the same. It always feels the same. But what's happening is that the background noise of the narrative of fear is diminishing bit by bit. So if you just want to get yourselves comfortable again. Either looking down past the tip of your nose or with your eyes closed. And again, bring your attention to that tiny movement in the belly. You're just noticing the movement. Just noticing the rising and falling. And again, you're labeling it. Label it rising, falling. This is one of the most frictionless meditations that there is. A great Buddhist master to thank for this. Rising, falling. Now, when the mind becomes active, we say in our mind, thinking. That's to acknowledge the thought. We're not trying to finish it, not trying to silence it. We're accepting it as it is. Where learning to time the part of the mind that works against us. And we do that 
with reward and compassion and love because it's part of us. And we say thinking in our mind and then repeat in our mind, may I be well, may I be happy, may I find peace of mind. And then return to the breath, noticing the belly rising and falling. Just that tiny movement. Belly rising, belly falling. The mind draws our attention away. Again, we say in our mind thinking, we're acknowledging the mind, we're not getting in a conflict, it isn't a fight. Say in our mind thinking. And then, may I be well? May I be happy? May I find peace of mind? great meta practice and then back to the breath noticing the breath rising noticing the breath falling just practice this for the next few minutes rising and falling on the belly the mind draws your attention away Acknowledge it, say thinking, repeat, may I be well, may I be happy, may I find peace of mind. And then back to notice. The breath rising and falling. Rising, falling. Practice this for the next few minutes.
And then whenever you're ready, in your very, very own time, gently, patiently, compassionately, return your attention to your surroundings. <laughs> 